0: Okay, my name is uh, Jim Specht, I'm uh, professor in agronomy, now retired, at the University of Nebraska, and my specialty was uh, soybean physiology and production in addition to genetics and genomics, but today we're going to focus on physiology and production of soybean. Okay, let's talk about what uh, Nebraska soybean producers are doing now compared to what they did years ago. Uh, if we plot uh, the number of uh, the... Uh, Planting progress of the soybean crop that you get from NASS uh, in the spring for Nebraska, you can see it follows a sigmoid curve as well, and it reaches the 50% point in that middle line right there. And you can see in these four different years, we had different times intervals for those four years, and when and when the crop reached 50% planting progress. This includes both irrigated and rain-fed fields. And so what you see there is that back in 1982, and this is about this is data from 1980 to 2017. You can see that uh, the, the, day, the uh, June 14th was the day in which we reached 50% progress back in 2012. But in uh, 2000, or I'm sorry, 1982, but in 2012 we reached it almost. Uh, on May uh, 13 or 14. So if you look at all the years for those 37, you can see a pattern here as you go from left, the most recent six are in blue, the, the, late, the, the earliest years are in red, so you can see those uh, those model p- points. And what you see if you plot the uh, date of 50 uh, percent progress on the left in terms of day of the year, And uh, uh, 120 would be uh, uh, late April, and 150 would be uh, um, late May. And so what you see, it's declined pretty much over the years at a rate of about half a a day per year. And it may be trending off now here in the future, Uh, but so we can project either... a. A May 15 or a May 19 date, which is still compatible with cover crops, it just means that a fraction more of the producers are planting earlier than their brethren are doing. And if you look at the uh, spread in the planting date, you can see that it was uh, uh, it was narrow back in uh, 1982 because everybody was rushing to get the crop in late. But in more recent years, because of, the, of many planters or many producers trying to go earlier and earlier, we spread out the population or spread out the progress in, in a more advanced direction. So, what is the impact on yield by doing this? Farmers have, who have done this have so, shown that if they can plant earlier, their soybean yields are much higher with irrigation, less so with rainfall rain-fed fields because of the fact you can get August drought in those fields. But it's pretty definite you get about a 0.7 bushel per acre advantage from this plot, which is NAS data, when you do irrigation. So here's just a summary of the uh, planting date points. Uh, You saw most of these earlier, but the key thing here is that you get an earlier canopy closure and you get an earlier V1 stage for soybeans. And you're going to get a potential for irrigated yields to be at about 5 bushels, 0.5 bushels per acre more per day, and less so for a dry land field. There are some caveats with earlier planting of soybeans, and one is that uh, bean leaf beetles can infect them with bean pod virus, which can cause a yield reduction as well as green stems. Uh, You also should treat your seed with a uh, fungicide because when you're planting early in the spring there's much more higher chance of rain and, and long-standing water and temperature's not really that much of a problem with soybeans as opposed to having cold water go with it and uh, Then you might think about if you're you're on your own farm, if you're using one planter and you don't want to plant your soybeans before your corn, you're going to have to get two planters. So you might consider the cost of doing that against the the loss you're using by planting your last field almost by uh, May 30th.